Okay, guys, so we are diving in today about planning, but we're going to share something publicly that I don't believe we've actually shared before. And this is our origin stories around why planning, strategizing, systematizing things um, are so important to us individually and collectively. I think a lot of times you may just hear about our passion and like how to do something and the steps to do it, but not really understanding why, like our why and where this passion came from. So we're just going to give you a little sneak peek really quickly. And hopefully this helps you better understand the importance. And maybe you can see a little bit of some of this maybe in your own life uh, and, and take full advantage of what we're going to be sharing and what we are sharing through today's episode. So years ago, I was an account exec with CBS radio. My job was actually a all commission sales job. So what that means is if I didn't sell anything, I didn't make anything, I didn't earn anything. And here I am out here working to get new corporate clients for ad money. I have an appointment, my supervisor goes with me. On our way to the appointment with this potential client, he asks me in the car, so what is the plan? And I, in essence, was thinking, well, what do you mean? And I said, I'm not sure, what do you mean? I'm thinking we're going on a fact-finding mission. And he's like, yeah, but we still need a plan. How are you gonna navigate the conversation? And I said, I don't have a plan. I didn't think I needed to do that. I just was gonna come and just ask a series of questions. And he was upset. I could tell he was getting worked up in a very professional way, but he was really disappointed. And he said, listen, don't say anything. I've done this obviously a million times. I'll take the lead on this. I have a plan. So we go in, we have this meeting. And I realized a couple of things. Number one, me not having a plan really felt, I felt the the the, uh, the awkwardness in the car as we were going. He was disappointed because really it's my job and it's my lead. But now he has to step in and do my job mm. for me. Mm. So I felt like I let my supervisor down. But here's the other thing. I was without a plan, not in the good position, the best position to even serve this potential client. Mm. So it was really a disrespect to that client mm. for me not being planned. And that's when I realized, I mean, really in a deep emotional way, because my anxiety went high. <laughs> I was mm. like, I don't ever want to feel like this again. Mm. I got to have a plan. Yeah. And for me, I remember about a little over a year or before my father unexpectedly passed, I was just had this desire to do my time better. And that meant for me, we're not going to go into how all this happened, but after a series of events, we were moving to the East Coast and we were transitioning. So we were staying with him for a short time. Uh, not realizing what was about to happen and that his days, as all of our days are numbered, but his came closer, like came before we- Came sooner, came than, sooner we than, than we expected. Mm -hmm. um, leading up to that, I really had a desire to be, yes, productive, but also be free enough 
to listen to him when he unexpectedly would come over into, you know, my space, my working space, or um, when he said, hey, let's go shopping, or hey, guess what I saw today? And it would always seem to be at the most- Inopportune time. Oh my. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm really deep into stuff, right? And so, but I didn't like how that made me feel because I felt like, man, I don't want him to feel like I'm not honoring or um, respecting or enjoying his time. I want to be able to stop and pause on a dime in this season to be able to do that. So I, I started investing, uh, investing in systems, even the more um, investing in more coaching, investing in having accountability to level up so I could be the person in this area that I desire to be. And I, and I, and I did that. And little by little, I was able to start saying yes. And not that I wasn't before, I just didn't know how saying yes to the quote unquote interruptions, but really were a blessing in disguise. Um, when I look back at it. So for me, I have no regrets because I took the time, but it was systems and planning that actually gave me the time and the freedom to do so. And so I'm super passionate about it. And there are, there are so many other stories that come along and go along with this now in, in my marriage. Um, now with my other family members and loved ones and friends, I want to have the systems in place, have the plan in place that can be interrupted, but I have, I'm at a place where I understand that things are going to keep going uh, because I've set them in place with the plan. And so planning is critical. And this episode, we are going to dive into a couple different things, but let me tell you really quickly who this episode is for and who it's going to help. If you're a married entrepreneur, of course, building a business, indie spousal or couplepreneurs, and you are seeking a type of like daily roadmap so you don't feel like your business is running you. Instead, you desire to run your business because that's how I was feeling initially, that my business was running me and I didn't feel the freedom to be able to stop for a loved one to just, my father just to have a jokey joke time, okay? And then how is this going to help these married entrepreneurs in this episode? Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna show you two primary perspectives of planning and so you can create a what we like to call a well-designed life. And well-designed life means you end each day as many days as possible. It's not gonna be every single day, but you meant you end intentionally each day as many as possible to you end up in feel ended feeling fulfilled. And you end that day feeling <clears throat> that you have accomplished what you needed to or desired to or what's most important to you, even if you didn't get down your whole list. Um, and why is this important? This is important to those who are seeking this type of roadmap and planning and understanding of just the logistics of how it works. It's important because what it does is it, it helps you to relearn a better way to create through planning and to prioritize your priorities. Whew, that was a lot. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question and this podcast is the answer. 
You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? This is O.L. Buckley. This is Sway Buckley. Oh, MarriedPernodLife.com. Yes, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and above all of that, they want to leave a lasting impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategy to build out their legacy, their business legacy, purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. Mm -hmm. So whether you are an indiepreneur, spousalpreneur, or couplepreneur, you are absolutely in the right place. If you have no idea what those are, and this is your first time with us, let me break it down for you really quickly. Indiepreneurs are those marriedpreneur types where both spouses are building individual businesses. And then we have the spousalpreneurs. That's where one spouse is the primary entrepreneur while the other spouse is supporting that primary entrepreneur. Maybe they're working a nine to five. And then you have the couplepreneurs where both spouses are building the same business to Together. Now, you may find that with those definitions that you may be one or two of those or in transition from one to the other. It doesn't even matter, though. We're just glad, glad that you're here. We are married entrepreneurs, legacy builders here to help other married entrepreneurs and legacy builders build their legacy. So with that being said, I, I don't believe we said this before, but this particular quarter of the year, we are on the podcast, Married Pernod Life Podcast. Mm-hmm. We are diving into the subject area of planning, okay? So it's a huge part in what it is that we do as Married Pernod Strategists. So let's let's just dive into this today, and I believe it's going to help and encourage and strengthen and even accelerate as you all are building. Yes, yeah, so we are residents of the East Coast. Yes. And living here on the East Coast, there is weather that is unique uh, to this area, especially in the sense of how long our seasons last. Mm-hmm. That more specifically being winter. So winter <laughs> here on the East Coast is no secret. The world knows that the eastern part of the United States gets cold in the winter and we are at no shortage of snow. And so with that, the city and all city planning, they understand that when the snow falls and it falls in many inches and many feet, that the city can't slow down, the city can't stop. So city planners have determined Mm -hmm. that there are gonna be plans put in place, provisions put in place for the inevitable, the inevitable snowfall. So one of the things that they have in place The plan is they have salt trucks. And Mm -hmm. when the weather begins to turn and it starts snowing, you can tell if it's going to snow, not just because you may have the weather app or the weather channel, but you can tell it's going to snow if you just look out the window because there's going to be salt trucks driving by, preparing the way by laying down these huge granules of salt. You see businesses do this. You see people in front of their homes do this. They want to prepare for the ice and for the snow. But here's the thing, with that planning of putting down the ice and the snow, which is absolutely helpful. Putting down the salt. Excuse me, salt, (laughs) which is absolutely helpful in the winter season. Over the course of time, that same plan, that same 
benefit of the salt, it ends up leading to the corrosion of the cement, of the asphalt. And what happens is over time, potholes form in the road mm. and it happens slowly, it happens gradually, and it happens as a result of mm. planting and putting down the snow, mm -hmm. which helps in one season, but over the course of time, it creates potholes. And let me say this, we've driven over our fair share of potholes. Oh my, yes we have. It, if you wanna tear your car up, if you wanna do serious damage to your axles on your car, just don't pay attention to those potholes. Don't slow down. Because I guarantee you, they will pay attention to you and you will know the moment you're in one of them because there'll be a loud kaboom and uh, it can definitely cause significant damage to your vehicle. Ask us how we know. Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is we do our best to avoid the potholes. We, we will drive around the potholes. We will find a different route if we know that we have to keep street. an eye out for them. Yeah, we'll we'll like slow right on down whenever we see Because sometimes potholes. you don't know a pothole until you're right up on it. Like, is this a pothole? My goodness. So with that being said, as we're, you may be asking, okay, what is potholes and planning? What is that? What do they have to do with each other? So glad you asked. We're going to break the whole planning idea down into two primary categories because if we're talking about should you stick to the plan it's important to understand the pros and the cons or the ins and outs of what that would look like and when it's a good idea to stick with it and when it's a good idea to pivot from the plan so we have one section we're going to go over first is dealing with the purpose of planning mm -hmm. Right, purpose planning of planning, and then we're going to go over the potholes of planning mm -hmm. or in planning. So let's get started with the purpose. Yeah, the purpose of planning. I mean, there's many aspects to this purpose to, mm. to, to the purposes of planning. One of them being is like this: we we, we as maripreneurs, we have been called uh, in the marketplace, mm -hmm. and with that call there's a caller. So we want to plan to show respect to the one who's called us yeah. and to the calling itself. So one of the purposes of planning is the respect of calling. Mm -hmm. It's the respect of your life. It's the something you mentioned earlier, the numbering of your days. It's mm -hmm. the optimization, the maximizing mm -hmm. of the life you've been given. So we want to plan as a sign of respect for mm -hmm. our life and for God. Yeah. And you were talking earlier before we press record, we usually just have conversations just to, you know, get the juices flowing in the area that we're talking about, even though we do have a framework for it. And we were going over a couple of different scriptures because <laughs> you'll see as we get to the potholes of playing like, oh, wow, I really do need to discern how to move right now in this season concerning our plan. But the, the whole point is you need to have one. You should have one. A wise person does plan. So let's talk about some of those. I mean, throughout scripture, yeah, throughout scripture about planning. The, the purpose of planning. So like, like the Bible says, you know, count the cost before you take on an endeavor to mm -hmm. see if you have enough to finish lest you face, and I'm paraphrasing here, mm -hmm. embarrassment. That's a plan. Mm -hmm. um, many are the, purposes or the plans of right. a man's heart, but the uh, uh, outcome is in the Lord's hand or the purpose of the Lord will, will prevail. Mm -hmm. um, the horses are prepared. Yeah. yeah. For the day One of scripture battle. says that the horse is prepared, mm -hmm. planned for the day of battle, battle but the yes. victory belongs to the Lord. The lot is cast mm -hmm. into the lap, but the outcome is of the Lord's 
decision. Mm -hmm. And so obviously we're encouraged to plan. Mm -hmm. We're commanded to plan. Mm -hmm. We're uh, uh, admonished to plan. So we want to have a plan. We don't want to be out here willy nilly without one. But also we recognize that within the plan, Mm -hmm. the plan has a place. Yes. The plan, the plan has, has a, place. a place. So don't, so it's not about just, we just going to go with the flow only and like, let that be the plan. It is a wise thing. It is a good thing to plan. And another <clears throat> thing, excuse me, that planning does, it gives respect to our market. Yeah. It gives respect to our market when we're prepared. That's because we've planned. It shows the market. Let me, let me explain to you this way. I remember because we've stayed in, many Airbnbs and we typically try to stay in, you know, the, um, the, the super hosts, right. Mm-hmm. Airbnbs. And what happens is we find ourselves in different places in different Airbnbs, but I'm, I'll never forget. There were a handful of Airbnbs that we've stayed in. And one of the things we said amongst the ones that we really, really, really liked was, man, they thought of everything. Mm-hmm. That was a common phrase that kept coming up. They thought of everything. It was like everything that we didn't think of, but we wanted. It's like they thought of it and they planned for it. And so what happens is that we, when we do that, we're showing our market, we respect you. Yeah. We respect you. We've, we've planned by anticipating every possible need. We're prepared, which means we're ready to receive you. When we're, when we're prepared as maripreneurs, we're telling our market, we're ready to serve you. We're ready to receive you. Just like in those Airbnbs, we're ready to receive you so much so we don't want you to have to leave and go away from here for anything. We put it all right here. We planned it out and we've thought through it. We've thought and through it. And that takes time too. Yes. That takes time. Doesn't we happen should. overnight. Doesn't happen overnight. And those, be- and those Airbnb hosts probably didn't get there their first five times. Right. So it comes That's over the, the course of time, but you got to be paying attention every time. Yes. Now, another purpose of planning is really in respect to each other, our spouse. Yes. When we plan, we're showing that we respect our spouse because that plan mm-hmm. says, I am intending mm-hmm. for us to succeed. Mm-hmm. And it's saying, I don't want you to feel or get a sense mm-hmm. of anxiety. So we have a plan. And mm-hmm. that plan is designed to give us a sense of of confidence. Mm-hmm. Something that we said, we were talking about, you said this actually before we started recording and I wrote this down, I wanted to share it. Just a quick little blurb. You said, prep, when preparation is low, anxiety is high. Yeah, when preparation is low, anxiety is high. When mm-hmm. there are no plans, anxiety goes up. Yeah, yeah. Because we just, we feel vulnerable to the what ifs. Yeah, and it's all about stewarding ultimately stewarding our time, yeah. stewarding the gift of time, because let's, let's make sure that we don't forget mm-hmm. that time right now, this very moment, it is a gift mm-hmm. and stewarding it well helps us to prioritize the things that we say are really priorities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's, those are just a few of the purposes of planning. Let's go over to some of the potholes of planning. Yeah, so going back to the earlier point about the salt trucks and over time the road decay, one of the things that happens is is that we can get so into planning that we move the idea of planning into the extreme zone, into the hot zone. Mm. And that extreme zone, that warning zone, that zone really is a pothole. And one of the things that happens is we can 
potentially become rigid. Yeah. And when we become so rigid, what happens is, is that we are closed off to fresh ideas. Yeah. We're closed off to new opportunities. Totally miss it. Yeah. And those are the things that often will grow us quickly when we see it, discern, like this is right, even though this may not be the plan that we expected in this way, but this mm -hmm. is an opportunity that goes in alignment with this and this moves us forward. But it just, it, maybe it doesn't happen the way that we planned for it to happen. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we can, if we are so rigid where we have these blinders on, when we're only seeing the way that we plan, then we can easily miss what's coming at us on this from the sides, from a different direction. And when it gets right in front of us, we're just like, nope, 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 because we're so focused on it has to look like the plan. And that's where it can be a pothole. If it doesn't look like the plan, then I'm not doing it, right? And, th and that's the place we don't want to get to that place of rigidity. Wait. Rigidity. Rigidity. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, that's yep. not the right way to say it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the, the Another pothole mm -hmm. to look out for, a potential pothole, is that while on one hand, having a plan shows that we do trust God, mm -hmm. a potential pothole is, again, we can make the plan of such mm -hmm. high esteem that it actually replaces our trust in God. Mm -hmm. And it says God can't move outside of this plan. That's a problem. Rather than on the positive side, it's saying, God, here's my plan. I surrender it to you. Yeah. The pothole is, God, here's my plan. Get with it. Get yeah. with this Ooh. program. And then what happens is, is now our trust is in what we thought of rather than whatever God wants what to do. What he in that thought time. of. Exactly. Listen, <laughs> I listen, if he ain't in it, I don't want it. If he ain't in it, I don't want it. That's one word. I don't want it. Spell it. I don't want it. You know, we we think about like plans on like a whiteboard. Yeah. You know, one of the things that that I just thought of is let's ask ourselves, all right, here's the plan. Here's the X's. Here's the O's. Here's what we're doing. Now here's the, and then we pray over it, right? But here's the question. What if God wants to come in and erase your whiteboard? Mm. Can he do that? Ooh. Can he? Can he think of a better, can he have a better way? Can he? And so then we have to say, oh, that's what you, you have a better way. You can you can erase my erase my whiteboard. <laughs> Serve at the pleasure of the king. Serve at the pleasure of so, the king. I actually like to start off with just asking, like, yes. okay, mm -hmm. what what what? Where is peace? You know, what what is it that that maybe he's shared um, with us or given the gifts that he's given us mm -hmm. and and given us insight to say, okay, to go in this direction. Like, I I just I just want to be and build in alignment um, with his way. Uh, and sometimes we may not know, be able to discern that right away. Um, and so it's on us to walk out in faith and say, well, I'm still trusting God as I plan and as I build. You know it's what? such a delicate balance. Sometimes here's what's so interesting. A lot of times God will make things clear circumstantially. Mm. What happens is, is we don't like the terms. <laughs> Or well, we don't like the people involved. <laughs> and so it's like, as if to say the Lord is saying, like, I've put this person here. I've given you this open door. I've given you that open door. I've given you this opportunity. And then we assess it and say, nah, that ain't you. I'm good. That ain't him. Because <laughs> I'm, nah, mm-mm. And he's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> but 
every situation a little different. We're just giving out some, yeah, some from personal experience. All. Pray about it all. Pray about it all. Pray about everything. So here we are with the a few of the purposes of planning as well as the potholes of planning. And as we go throughout the year, we're going to have opportunities to stray from the plans that we've created. We talked about the annual legacy plan uh, before in this podcast. We've talked about the three types of calendars, which are is all dealing with planning. We talk about planning in all different ways, and we'll link to those two in the in the show notes. But the thing is, you want we want to be wise as we build and as we plan, and be willing to pivot, but at the same time, be willing to stick with what we need to stick with. You know, and that and that's just going to require discernment and and consistency and perseverance and not allowing ourselves to give up, but yet at the same time, give ourselves grace. It's really, you know what I mean? It's really a walk, a thin, like it's a tightrope type of walk as you're you're building it out. And the emotional aspect of feeling like, oh, am I a failure because I didn't do this according to this plan? Or did I... Am I am I a great success because I did it according to that plan? You know, like mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. we can't let our emotions go so loosely like that. But we really have to. This is why it's important to uh, to to be mindful to trust God through it all. Yeah. Right. And, and, and not be swayed. Not be swayed. No pun intended. Yes, Either way. Yes. Yes. Did you call me? Did you say? <laughs> Okay, guys, here we are now at Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we give you two actionable, practical steps so you can see traction fast. (laughs) So here we are now. The main point of this part is to really look at what we've just shared with you in a very concise way, dealing with the purpose of planning and the potholes of planning. It's a great opportunity to discuss with each other, even to journal yourself, mm-hmm. uh, yourselves, but really to go through these, are you using your plan as a way to respect the call? Like, are you truly understanding that and talking through that piece of it and, and, and using it to respect your market and those who were seeking out your service product mm-hmm. in your business? And you, are you using your plan to respect as a, as a means to respect your spouse. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that what, um, it, what, how it's being used? And really it has to be amount like there needs to be an awareness, I think not to do it, but to actually, um, to, to bear the fruit, to, to understand like the, the, the gravity of it. Um, so it's not just something that you, Oh, I can do it or, or do without, you know, it doesn't matter either way. Um, but just understanding that this is truly um, a, a form of respecting the time, the gift of time that we've been given. So mm-hmm. talking through that piece of it and then the potholes. Yeah. And then talking through the potholes. So when you're looking at your plan, we're saying to ourselves, and, and, and this just really occurred to me as you were saying that, mm-hmm. to ask ourselves, are we utilizing our plan for these reasons, all the aforementioned? respecting our spouse, respecting our market, respecting our calling and so forth? Or are we idolizing our plan? Mm. So are we utilizing it or are we idolizing it? I mean, okay, my drop. I definitely don't want to idolize it. So- I want to utilize it. It's here to serve me, it's here to serve us, the plan is. 
That's so good. And when we're doing that, we are utilizing it. We're trusting God. And when we're idolizing it, then we're serving it. Mm. So, Whew, y'all, I think that's it for it. I mean, do, do, should we say more? Is there more to say? <laughs> I think that's 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 great content to go and and really think through and maybe change some things if you need to, mm-hmm. or pause some things if you need to, mm-hmm. or pivot some or things, or pivot, yeah, mm-hmm. or persist in some things. Mm-hmm. So, this is an opportunity to take this information and go ahead and work through it together. This is a process. This is not an overnight situation. And as seasons change, plans change, plans are tweaked. Uh, But just understanding that it's important to stay flexible and aware and grateful and respecting of the gift of time. So we hope this has been helpful for you. One of the, the things that we've created, or I always say tools that we've created is the Marriottpreneur operating systems. And we actually have a checklist. And this checklist, what it does is it gives a framework for how to prioritize through planning, how to utilize versus idolize mm-hmm. our plan, but not just for business, but for marriage in our marriage first and foremost, and including the business. If you would like to put, get your hands on a copy, a free copy, of that, you can head over to marriedpreneurlife.com and you can download your free Marriedpreneur operating systems checklist right there on the website. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. But... It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, Press like, make it reviewable. Peace. Peace. Anything you call to is doable. Press subscribe. Press like. Make this reviewable for the people in the back. (laughs) That's a wrap, guys. Maybe. Let's see if it was recording.